Hello and welcome to our Mental Health Rocks podcast. We are on a mission to show the world that nobody is and never can be broken. Our episodes are dedicated to helping children and adults reconnect with and really understand their own mental health so that they can thrive no matter what circumstances they face. Your mental health, my mental health, our mental health rocks. Today, we're going to be talking about that elusive topic, the difference between truth and perception. Mm -hmm. Truth or perception. Now, one thing I often encourage people to do when I'm working with them is become the detectives in their own life. Okay. To look for the facts, the truth and only the truth. Nothing else matters. Because when we are living majority, 99% of our life through perception, perception that we have actually mistakenly accepted as truth, we can confine our experience of life. Yeah, when we can see that it's perception and not truth, it just opens up a whole new board to play on. Yeah, truth, truth for me was something that just was was completely unshakable. Like there was there was no argument against it. This this is actually this is true. Like like a like an oh my god. This is true. And with truth for me, it it's always come with a with a feeling. So like a, a feeling of just knowing. And a feeling that can't really describe, but just makes complete sense. Um my yeah, so my I guess my anxiety anxiety story that we've we've shared before many times. That was that was my first kind of moment of truth, I want to say. That first experience of going like, oh my God, it's not the house, it's not the circumstance, it's not the environment at all. It isn't. Um, it's completely the thoughts I am having in that moment that are creating that experience. So that that was my truth. And the experience I was having was my perception. And that was changing, ever-changing. And when I discovered that truth... When I discovered that truth, that didn't mean that the perception disappears. It doesn't mean that that experience was gone, dusted. I mean, it disappeared for, for an evening. It's like, oh. But then it would just keep coming back. But I think for me, when you've discovered that truth for you, you've got a really solid foundation so that when it does come back, it's, it's like, it's just not, it's just not a thing anymore as much um i think for me because it had um, truth it, truth answers all those unanswered questions you've got when you're in when you're in a bit a bit of a pickle i don't know where that came from when you're in a bit of a pickle with things when you're in a bit of a dilemma with things and you're asking those questions but you're not getting any answers so like my questions 
would be so how come rachel's not bothered by this how come that's not a problem when anybody else comes around how come the all these other houses on this street are um they don't seem to be bothered at all they've been living here years so they must be okay and then so hearing that that truth was like oh that's why they're having different temporary perceptions of this same circumstance, this same setup, and that's why it's not a problem. They're not hanging on to that experience. That's just going. Not from maybe not from even discovering the truth. They're just they're just getting a different different flavor. They're, they're getting a whole different thing. So that for me, that's it. It's the solidity that comes for me in truth. It's unshakable. It's unbreakable. It doesn't stop me having different experiences of all kinds of things. Um, but it's knowing that it's just an experience. And I'm pretty sure that there were times before you realised that, that the anxiety felt like it was your truth. Mm. That, that when you are in entrenched in that perception that, that that was your truth it was this house causing you to feel this way you couldn't live your life there you could never be happy in that house you couldn't ever relax or sleep well or you know all of the stories when you were in focusing on the stories and in the stories made it look as though it was truth wasn't until you started looking and turning detective and questioning, as you say, mm. hmm, how come Rachel doesn't say this? Because the thing is with truth is, as you said, truth is undeniable. What's true? It's like I'm sitting in a room here and there are walls, right? There is a table, right? There is glass. That is true. That is undisputable. You can see this glass. You can't listen to this recording, but James can see this glass. You can hear it, okay? So I don't need to say that, um, you know, oh, maybe maybe this, the walls are going to fall down. Oh, some crap like that. Oh just went off, off track a little bit there. But that's undeniable. That's true, right? But my experience of the temperature in this room is at the moment it's quite sunshining, it's quite warm. Now, sometimes I'm gonna be, oh, I love the heat, yes, give me more, give me more, give me more. Other times I'm gonna be, Jesus Christ, it's too flipping hot in here, I'm gonna roll the windows and I'm not gonna be grumpy and irritable because I'm too hot. And other times I may just give me, it can't be hot enough for me. So my experience of the temperature, for all there is a temperature in the room, that experience is transient. Experience is fluctuating and dependent on my thinking about it in that moment in time. So there is, an, there is a temperature. That is true. One of them will be if I, had a, if I had a barometer on the wall, it would be telling you the temperature, but I don't, so I can't. But my experience of it is my perception of it. Now, when we get, when I'm having one of those days where it's too hot and I've got to spend a lot of time in here because I've got clients and I'm 
hot and thinking, oh, for God's sake, well, I need a fan and I need this and to them, right? And I get that little bit of a, like, grumbling on my shoulder, thinking, oh, it's just getting hotter and hotter and hotter in here and just winding me up even more. When I'm forgetting that, that I'm only perceiving that, that actually, normally, if it was a different day, I'd be like, oh, I love this seat. Lush, isn't it? Always, people are always happier when it's sunny. When I'm forgetting that, it's that it's actually perception. I'm experiencing it as truth. And that's what we all do. We all work the same way. We all have our, ex, our perceptual experiences. And quite often we don't see them as perceptual transient experience. We see it as a solid truth. That's when we get caught out. Because when, we're, when we've accepted something as true, so it's that hot, it's always that hot when it's that temperature, and every time it's that temperature, I'm irritable, I don't like it, and I can't have any other experience of it. And every time it gets like that, I'm going to go and connect, connect those dots. What about when I love the sun? <laughs> what about when I love the heat? There's always another experience that we can have. Some days I don't even notice it. It doesn't even end in my head the temperature. Some days I can be worried about something. Some days I can just like be challenged by something. Some days I can be um, energized by the same thing and curious. Another days I want to hide from a damn thing. It could all be the same thing, but the perception experience means that we've got options. Those options are what are freeing for us. Those options are what we can go and explore instead of just going, this is how it is and there is no other way because there is usually another way or something else to say. Yeah, there is. And yeah, the more we are open to other options, even if it's the same, if it's the same old room, Jules, like you say, the same old room and the same old temperature, if we can still just go in with, with just being open to there being another option, then we can start to see from that that space where we are when we, we're grounded of, of like, oh, that was temporary experience as well. Where, for me, where we can get into trouble is where we buy into that perception and then the, the power of memory starts to load up some ideas around for the future. So that when we go back into that same room, so if, if I was, so in my room, if, if I had that experience of, oh, it's really, really warm and, and, and I, yeah, I worked with people, I didn't really enjoy it because I was so warm and hot and just ugh, it was horrible and, and didn't see through that. Then the next time I came upstairs, my memory, there'll be memories about, okay, so how are we going to approach this room now? What's the strategy so that we don't overheat and we don't get sick of, you know, working with somebody or, or sick of the space itself. So before we've opened the door, there's a full regimented agenda of what to do if it gets a little bit too warm. Um, and it doesn't, it just doesn't have to run that way. You can just go back into that room up and be like, okay, I was warm last time. So what? I love exploring temperature now. I'm glad you brought temperature up because that's one of the things I love to be a detective around. Like if it's too warm, sometimes I just like to sit there and just go, all right, it's really warm. 
the mind will go, oh, you need to open a window or something. And there's the frustration. And sometimes I just feel like, well, actually, if I'm designed to experience everything, if I'm designed to adjust to, to temperature and to conditions, then I wonder what my body's going to do about it. And lo and behold, it'll cool down. It'll adjust. The temperature itself doesn't adjust. This system, the body, the intelligence behind it adjusts accordingly. In the same sense as if it was cold, it would adjust accordingly as well. And of course, sometimes it'll be, oh, I'll just put the heat on, it's cold in here. But when I'm in detective mode, I like to just say, okay, right body, what are we going to do with this? And not just with temperature, but with, with any, any experience. It doesn't have to be that initial memory built experience. Um, it can be like working with people for the first time. The memory around who is this person? What's it going to look like? What's the situation? What's the environment? How are we going to help them? That, that isn't helpful. We still get tricked into it. You, know, you sat on Zoom, Jules, and you're waiting for that new face to appear you never met before, and you're like, oh, "What? What are we going to do with this? With this person?" <laughs> and memory will go three-step approach or mind consciousness thought, James. What's that? Let's have a quick run through before they appear. Or we just sit back and go, "Well, I wonder what the options are going to be." I wonder how my system's going to adjust when we connect and we have a conversation. I wonder where that's going to go. So I get to sit back in my truth, my ground in my foundation and just pay attention to what's going on rather than pay attention to the memory that's gone. Let's do this. So your invitation is to go and get curious, go and explore, see what else there is to see. And actually, in your experience, is it true or is it perception? I'd love to hear your thoughts as always. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you would like to find out more about what we are up to in the world, you can follow us on Instagram. Give us a follow at Our Mental Health Rocks, or you can catch us on our Facebook page, which is Our Mental Health Rocks.